Hey family, I don't know what you've gone through in this last week, in the last day, in the last couple minutes, but I want to encourage you that it will get better. You know, sometimes we can be very self-critical, we can be very hard on ourselves, and um, I don't know about you, but there are moments where I'm not as far along in life in certain areas that I, that I want to be, right? Whether that's relationally, spiritually, financially, and I can forget to think about where I've come from and, and how much I've grown and how much progress has happened over over time. So I just want to take a moment and give you permission to think about, you know, your own progress, your own growth, and to to celebrate that, to understand that we are all a work in progress. You know, I remember when my wife and I, we were getting ready to to go into our first home and we were furniture shopping. So in my apartment, I just had any piece of furniture that I could have and that I could afford and it wasn't the nicest. And we decided to, to you know, put our big boy pants in, uh, go on to like a, a real furniture store and try to buy something. And, and we went in and we were very excited because you know how they, they sell you, you know, we can, you can buy this couch with, with this table, we'll put it together, we'll put it on credit and um, you'll be good to go and they make it sound so easy. I remember we were about to check out and we were applying um, applying for a credit. And right at the end, we got denied. And we were so distraught. We were so sad. And the salesman could see it on our faces. And he just took a moment. He said, listen, hey, if nobody's ever told you this, you're doing a great job. You just got married. You know what? Even though you got denied for this, it is okay don't worry about it. And even though we walked out with no furniture, I thought that was so nice of that gentleman to take a moment to remind us. And even though we knew and we have amazing parents who are always reminding us how great we're doing, we can easily forget how far we've come. And we can get into uh, this trap where we begin to compare ourselves to others. And that's such a a dangerous, slippery slope. So I just want to remind you, you are doing great. That whatever you've gone through is for a purpose. There is a reason. And it's going to get you to to becoming the best version of yourself. We'll never arrive, but that doesn't mean we, we stop trying. We stop cultivating and developing ourselves. You know, I remember there was this time where I... I really was lost and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with my career. Um, I, I thought that career was just about title and climbing this corporate ladder. And I, and I, and I uh, had the opportunity to meet with this amazing gentleman that I had uh, come in contact with when I was doing a speaking engagement. And, and I was telling him, I was like, Mr. Reed, you know, I want to, I want to be able to impact people. I want to, uh, I want to change lives. I want to do this. I want to do that. And, and he listened to me so patiently. And after I was done talking in just this beautiful moment of wisdom, he said, Nate, have you ever thought that you're doing exactly what you want to do in the future? You're doing that right now. You may not have the title, you may not have the salary, but right here in this moment, you have the opportunity to impact lives in the youth that you're teaching, 
at at your job where you're able to talk about uh, being the best version of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. You're doing everything that you want to do now. And even though you may not have attained everything that you want, the degree, the status, the title, you can still be used now. And I think that's that's an important concept for us to understand that we don't have to be the perfect version of ourselves in order to make an impact on somebody else. I don't have to have everything figured out to to help somebody or to make somebody better. We are all striving, working towards, you know, becoming uh, somebody that fulfills the potential within us. There's a verse in Philippians that really speaks to me in, in really understanding the good work that God allows us to go through. And it's in Philippians 1.6. And Paul says this, uh, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Now, let me just get a, a little bit of context. Like I, I love teaching Bible and I get excited about this. I haven't done it in a while. So just excuse me. Let me just lay this out. Paul is, is uh, writing a letter to a church in, in Philippi, the Philippians. And what he is doing is he's basically telling them how much not only is he praying for them, how grateful he is for their partnership, but also he's telling them about the confidence that he has, not only in their perseverance, but in their salvation, right? So he is, he is talking about the end goal that even though they're doing this great work now, and even though they may be struggling even in this moment, there is something better to come. Now, there, there are two concepts within this verse that uh, not only apply to the Christian or the believer, but they apply to anybody. So uh, if you're saying, Nate, I don't you know, really believe in this Jesus thing, just hold on. Give me, give me a second to lay this out, and I promise I'll show you some, some practical implications. The first thing that he says that stuck out to me is that being confident in this, right? And, and confidence basically is to be able to stand on, uh, on reasonable ground, understanding that there is a reason that I believe in this, that I've experienced something in the past so that when I think about um, how this can apply to a situation or to other people, I can tell you, no, you'll be good. I, I have confidence that this will work. So Paul is speaking about the confidence that he has had within his life, what he has gone through and what God has done in his life. He said, if God can do it with me, he can do it with you. See, Paul um, is known to be the second most influential person after Jesus. And he um, is, is the reason that most of us now have been able to hear the gospel. He went out and just did amazing work. But listen to this, the work that he did, his purpose was not always fun, was not always in what our eyes would be satisfying or fulfilling. He went through hell on earth to accomplish his purpose. And that's the second part that I want to get get into. He talks about being confident, but then he said that he who began a good work in you, what's the good work? Okay. So when we're talking about uh, theological concepts, there is justification and sanctification. Like I said, bear with me. I'm going somewhere. I know where I'm going. Just, just follow me. Justification is accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and it is being justified in the eyes of God. So basically what that means is that at that moment when 
Uh, I accepted Jesus Christ. I'm no longer looked at just as a sinful person, but a redeemed individual, a child of God. That is a one-time process. That's a one-time thing. Sanctification is different. Sanctification goes on through the entirety of our lives. It is the pruning process. It is becoming like Jesus, trying to be as holy as possible, trying to uh, have our emotions, our thought process, our our thoughts be of Jesus. It is uh, a lifelong process. And I love how he calls it the good work. See, when we think good work, we think pleasurable. We think um, always fulfilling. We think that it's going to be something that that always is going to make us happy. But that's not what he's saying here. The good work in you, the sanctification process, is not always going to feel good. As you grow, as you continue to walk in your purpose and develop your potential, it won't always feel good. There are going to be moments where it hurts. There are going to be times, like I talked about in in my last episode, where you fail, but in those failures, you grow. Think about a, a shot. When you go to the doctor's office, you have to experience a temporary amount of pain so that you can be healed in a certain illness or a certain area of your body. There are moments where you have to go through things that are not comfortable so that you can continue to grow. So when he talks about the good work and being confident in the good work, it becomes something that he knows from experience because he went through persecution. He went through uh, starvation and being thrown in prison so that he can accomplish his mission and his purpose. And that's why when I talk about purpose and it not being something that's always, like I said before, romanticized or, you know, rose petals and unicorns, purpose is not always pretty. We have to recognize that. And for us to walk in our purpose, sometimes we have to be uncomfortable. Sometimes we have to go through a growth process. Sometimes we have to stretch ourselves. And when we realize that, we can then understand that I don't have to be the perfect version of myself to be able to walk in my purpose. There was a story that we used to tell in in my previous position in employee health and well-being that really stuck to me. It was um, in regards to an Indian pot bearer. And this, this story was unique because it was, it had personification, right? The pots would speak and, and the job of this cup bearer was to take two pots up the mountain, fill them in water with water and bring it down to his village. And what I love about this story is that one of the pots was perfect. It wasn't cracked, had no blemishes. It, it held the exact amount of water necessary for how much it could actually hold. It, it, it was just, if you could think of something being perfect and doing exactly what it was called to do, that was that pot. On the other end was a cracked pot. It was fragile. It was old had been dropped a couple times. It had gone through uh, quite a bit. And there was a point where the, the pot spoke up. Like I said, the, these this personification. So the pot was speaking and the pot talked to the cupbearer and said, hey, hey, I'm sorry. I'm not able to be like the perfect pot. That when you pour water into it and you come down the mountain, 
the same exact amount of water from when you filled it up is is at the bottom and and people go to that pot first and and you seem you seem to 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 go towards that pot a little bit more because it functions a little bit better than mine. I'm sorry I'm not able to do what that pot does. And then the the Indian cup bear kind of takes a moment, soaks it in, and responds this way. And he says, I'm, I'm sorry you think that way, but you don't understand how essential you are. You don't realize how much I need you. You see, when I bring you down the mountain and I filled you with water, and even though when I, when I stumble, you may leak a little bit, and when I place you down, you may think that you're leaking. You don't understand that because water flows out of you, you are able to provide water to the plants that I sit you by. Because of your brokenness, because of your cracks, you are able to help somebody else. Oh, man, I don't know if you see where I'm going. And, and even right now, I've told the story so many times, it speaks to me. The moral of the story is, in your brokenness, in your fragile state, you can still impact somebody. In our minds, we think we have to have it all together, all figured out in order for us to be used. But that is the farthest thing from the truth. In actuality, if you are able to be vulnerable and transparent and be broken in front of people, you can still be used. And I know in my life, the moments that I've been broken and hurt and transparent and vulnerable with people, those are the moments where I've been able to impact them the most. So I stopped thinking that I had to be Nate, the CEO, or Nate making six figures to, to be able to impact people that I want, Nate with 50K followers on Instagram and a podcast that's monetized. No, no, no. Even with the small amount of people that listen it that listen and hopefully in my transparency and my vulnerability, I'd be able to help them. So I'm encouraging you today. In your brokenness, in your in your hurt, in your pain, realize that you still can be used to help somebody else. And it's a hard concept because we have to fight comparing ourselves to others. We have to fight wanting more and more, but realize even now in my jacked up state, like my dad says, busted and disgusted, I can still help other people. I'm a work in progress. And so are you, but it's, it's more important to understand that's okay. I'm good with that. I'll never arrive. I'll always be working on something, but as I work on it, I know that I can still be used. I challenge you this week to think about who you were, what you came from, and where you are now, and celebrate just the amazing opportunities of growth that you've seen in a short period of time. You may not be where you want to be, but you are so much better than where you've been. Oh, man. You know, you have those moments where you're just like preaching to yourself and something that you needed to hear. This was that moment for me. 
like always, please, please reach out to me if you need anything. If you just want to talk or if you have questions, uh, if you have a moment, please rate, review, um, subscribe, but then also share and get this out to somebody who may need this the most. Before I let you go, I want to always remind you, be intentional, be available because somebody out there needs you. All right, y'all. God bless. Praying for you. And I'll talk to you soon.